2: Got a chance. Goal! We're counting down the days to opening day. Happy opening day. By celebrating some of Chicago baseball's all-time greats. There
3: go, number 400.
2: Spiegel's top 30 favorite Chicago baseball players of the last 30 years. Matt
0: Spiegel is one of the great baseball people, and not only in this town, but across the country.
2: From Abreu. Sox win! Sox win! On a grand slam by Jose Abreu. To Big Z. Carlos Abreu Spiegel counts us down to opening day. Wow, is that huge! Matt Spiegel's thirty players for thirty years. That's how you do it on the Parkins and Spiegel Show on six seventy The Score. Every day at 445 leading
0: up to opening day, Speagues has been in town for 30 baseball seasons. He counts us down 30 to one. His favorite players, he has his own proprietary grading scale. Alfonso Soriano 30. Ray Durham 29. Today, number 28.
1: Carlos Lee. El Caballo, but before he was El Caballo, he's just Carlos Lee. He was C Lee. He was awesome from the get-go. Crazy, exciting prospect. In the minors back when I was buying Baseball America's prospect handbook every year at Barnes & Noble on the day it came out. Top 50 prospect two years in a row before the debut in 99. Ron Schuller, the GM, said he was kind of like Bobby Bonilla, got people excited. And then on his first career at bat, he did this. Uh-oh. That ball hit deep into left center field. McDonnell goes back, looks up. You can put it on the ball. Yes! The home run for Carlos Lee in his first major league at bat. Congratulations, Carlos Lee. Wow! Didn't bother him. He had two strikes on him from a good knuckleball pitcher and Tom Candiotti. Boy, he created some hang time, kept his hands back, and no doubt about it, that ball's out of here. Cool story I remembered vaguely from then, so I looked up the details, Danny. His mother and his fiance had both flown to the USA from his native Panama. To see him play at Triple A Charlotte. So by chance, they were able to then come to Chicago and see his debut. So he got the baseball back. He signed it, and his mom took it home to Panama, which was kind of cool. Um, first 40 games, hit 318, 26 RBIs, nine double nine doubles. June of that year, Frank Thomas said in the Tribune, I see a young me in Carlos Lee, the way he goes through pitches, how he hits the ball to right. I watch him and think those are things I used to do. I think he's the second coming. That's how excited people were. And pretty darn good rookie season. 84 RBIs in 127 games. Then his next five years, 24 homers, 24 again, 26, 31, and 31. Played in 150 games more, uh, more four times. Never had less than 80 RBIs as a member of the White Sox. A lot of fans remember the Grand Slam walk-off against the Cubs in 2001. Fun fact, had 17 career Grand Slams. He ranks eighth on the all-time list for Grand Slams. Here's a player ahead of him who's going to be further up in my top 30. It's a multiple-day tease right there. Uh, Best season, 2003. 31 homers, 113 RBIs, 35 doubles. Just a stud slugger who showed up every single day. Played in 158 games uh, that season. Did Carlos Lee. Best year as a White Sox, 2004. Best on-base plus slugging as a player, 891. 37 doubles. And then that offseason traded to Milwaukee for Scott Potsednik and a relief pitcher named Luis Vizcaino. Scotty Pods, speedy, lefty leadoff guy who fit what Ozzie Guillen wanted to do. He had just had a 70 stolen base season, but the trade was not popular at the time. Tanny, was the trade popular? Were you happy to see Carlos Ligo? Um, Well...
0: <laughs> For fans like myself who wanted, like, I, I didn't understand at the time. I was like, what what's what's wrong with this team? Like, everyone's putting up huge numbers offensively. It can't be a good thing to get rid of a guy like Carlos Lee, but we would later find out that he's just not the type of ball player that you can necessarily win with. Like, in the 2004 season when there was all that back and forth with the Twins and Torrey Hunter crashing into Jamie Burke, stuff like that, uh-huh. you know, you, you wanted a guy to play hard and maybe slide in hard to second base. Carlos Lee was not that type of player that would do that. Uh, um, I at the time I was like I still don't think that's enough for Carlos Lee looking back. Oh, it's not in retrospect for that trade, but it worked it for worked. both sides, you know. But I would, I was I did not understand it at the time, but one year later I certainly understood.
2: Speaks that walk off grand slam game. A lot of connections so far to to your list. Ray, Ray Durham had a double in that game. Uh, had a walk in that game. Um, I was at that game. It's one of my first baseball memories. Wow. David Wells Everybody, didn't get out of the first inning. down
1: there, I was. <laughs> I was.
2: David <laughs> Wells did not get out of the first inning for the White Sox. Ron Coomer also with an RBI in that game. Wow. Well.
1: <laughs> Man, that's awesome.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, they won it all with Scottie Pods. So, uh, all is well. But it, at the time, Carlos Lee
1: was about to make probably $8 million as arbitration guy. Scott Putsednik made $700,000. So, there is that. As a uh, Sounds in. like a White Sox trade. Uh, but Carlos Lee, really good as an Astro for a lot of years. Stayed a slugger. And the entire career is really impressive. 14 full seasons. He had less than 80 RBIs only once. That was a final year split between Houston and the Marlins. 358 career homers tied with Yogi Berra for 88th on the all-time list. Um, pretty damn good career. Offense gets an eight. Defense just a six. Could have gone lower. He was not
0: good. Yeah, that oh. six feels high. Woo, not good. I was going to say that was the one thing that hasn't been talked about, really. He was just always dogged for his defense.
1: Yeah, bad, bad defensive mm-hmm. player. 100% correct. Uh, but vibes, I gave him an eight because he raked immediately and consistently. Teammate ship, a seven. Memorable moments, I give him a seven. Total of 36. Carlos Lee, number 28 on the list of the top 30. Fair. come on. Oh, very
0: cool. I mean, unbelievably consistent player. Crazy, likable. Kind of a bummer that is. You said the he made an All Star team a couple of times, but after he was he was with the White Sox. It, mm. I mean, he had a great White Sox career. Yeah, but his best years were after it. But it's it's the trade that worked out, saved them money, and Scotty Pods in the two thousand and five. World series, but I mean that dude could flat rake. He Absolutely. just like he just like was what he was as a baseball player. Wasn't really able to conform. You weren't mm-hmm. gonna say, oh, what a great runner, a great fielder, or anything like that. But dude could mash. The,
1: man. the um he was traded from Milwaukee to Texas along with Nelson Cruz after he was <laughs> a, a brewer. Bats. Right? Yeah. The two of them traded together. Um and, and then he went to Houston. Astros fans loved Carlos Lee. Say his career was very Underrated. There at a lot of big years there
0: too. Built for that park, yeah. Too right. Yeah, pl- played very well uh, in that park. But yeah, all right. So twenty. So how, how did you grade teammateship for him at at, at only a seven? Um, am, I, am I remembering misremembering things that that docked him? It, now, it's, I'm not trying to quibble with your scoring system. No, I'm just quite curious if I missed anything or not remembering things. It's
1: it's the toughness thing in terms of wanting to have an edge. I remember what Tanny was talking about, where Ozzy really wanted his team to be. Scrappy and to be fighting and play with an edge, and he just didn't have that. Now you could say that's just who he was, yeah, and that's just kind of the nature of it. Um, but he, he just—I I mean, they—they they sent him away to bring in a different personality chemistry wise and the different personality worked so maybe retroactively i'm hurting him a, a, a little bit a, a So little nothing bit necessarily
0: that. that he did but it was like what values that they assigned to what they needed that they traded to
1: fill yes um but and also you can get better on defense man if you're the, if you're a good athlete you get better on defense and he didn't necessarily and just kind of accepted it for what it was and stayed bad on defense That's so i true. docked him a little bit on that
0: all right Played 162 games two different times in his career. Mm. It's kind of cool. I was thinking about like Sosa, similar era guys who just played played ba- a lot, basically every damn game and mashed. Yeah, man. So he played 162 twice. Played 162 in 2005 and in 2007, his two uh, All Star years. Yeah,
1: yeah. So you know, it, it's or two of
0: his three All Star years. Those were, those were his two Silver Slugger years. He was also an All Star in uh, 2006.
1: It's, pre- it's a pretty good career, man. It's like a three-time all-star and, yeah. he, and his, uh, his, his similarity players. I think, I think Orlando Cepeda is his number one, most similar player, which is, which is seriously good company.
0: So tomorrow is 27, 27 and 26.
1: Is We double up tomorrow.
0: That's well, what you said it's yeah, your list. Yeah. Yeah. We got yeah. to double up
1: sometime this week yeah. to catch up. All right, so and then you know, once I miss another day, then well,
2: well, yeah, are you planning? Yeah, I'm sure there'll be multiple double ups. It's okay, we'll handle it when we get there. Yeah, yeah. Are you
1: planning? I have nothing. On, I have
2: nothing you have on
0: the no,
1: books. You have nothing planned. Yeah. All right. Do you have any off days planned?
0: <sighs> only in my dreams. Only. What a great, what a great President's Day that was! Not working
2: on Presidents' Day What a joke. Which president did you celebrate? All of them. All. Even Trump, Danny. He celebrated Trump yesterday. <laughs> oh, man.
0: No, you not, shouldn't do that. He
2: couldn't wait to disclose that. Could yeah. not wait to tell us he celebrated Donald J. Trump yesterday.
0: Yeah. I just celebrated anything that gave us an extra day off, gentlemen. I was, I was looking out for self. It's was
2: George Bush for me.
0: <laughs> that makes that makes all the sense of the world. Speaks, did you have a favorite president?
1: Um, you no, know, I went with Millard Fillmore because it's fun to say, as as you know. Yeah, no, I, I mean, that's how I gauge man. things uh, yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Um,
2: you know. It's a
0: stupid ridiculous holiday.
1: It's
2: horrible.
0: <laughs> it's, it is it is it's got it's got to be the dumbest holiday. Yeah, it's
2: so dumb. Well, Arbor Day
0: Oh, dude! Is that? But we don't get off for Arbor. I Day. I like
2: trees more than presidents. We're getting off for Arbor Day this year. We do. Yeah, it's not a li- a legal
0: holiday. You're just saying things.
2: <laughs> no, we're
1: getting off. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine?
0: I, in my Anne new Aaron contract, I
2: personally requested that the show gets off on Arbor Day. Yeah. Wow. I celebrate privately.
1: I think Simchas Torah is the dumbest holiday. <laughs> That's a dumb holiday. Yeah, that isn't. But I'm telling like, you, just got back to the beginning. We're going to start again. <laughs>
0: it's ridiculous. <laughs> but I mean, for for us to be off, it, it makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, uh, you'll hear from Pat Beverly on this. There's also a, a huge college basketball story developing. And you're like, well, why would you guys be talking about college basketball? This one you'll be interested in. We'll get to that in about half an hour. Parkinson's speak on the score.
2: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone
1: 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend over here! Only at
0: T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible
2: trade-in when you switch. Mm-hmm.